Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I am Dr. Joseph Walker, and I want to thank all of you so much for being connected to this podcast. This is such an exciting time, and of course, I'm thankful for you wherever you are listening around the world. I want to encourage you to share this podcast. Of course, I thank you for subscribing to it. Maybe someone shared it with you. Or if you're our regular listener, thank you so much for being with us over the years. And of course, I'm grateful for all of you who are listening for the first time and want to really encourage you to share it. Share it now with someone else. I believe that can really benefit from what this podcast is all about. We are about helping leaders emerge into the leader God has called them to be. There's a leader inside of all of us lying dormant. Sometimes it just needs a little push. And there are things that we talk about here that only leaders can understand. And that's what Next Level Leader is all about. We're sharpening you. We're preparing you, pushing you out into the thing that we know God has established for your life. I want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. That'd mean a lot if you did. Follow me now, josephwalker3. I would encourage you to do that. Let me know that you will bless, share, comment there. Of course, go to my website, josephwalker3.org. Get content, books, information, etc. Just want you to be connected. I know it's going to be a blessing. So please do that. And I really would appreciate it because I know uh, that it would truly, truly, truly bless your life. So I want to thank you in advance. And uh, I want to get right into this today because it's something that is very personal to me. If you're a person that's moving around a lot, got a lot of things going on as a leader, touching a lot of spaces all at one time, this one is for you. What we're going to talk about today is the importance of pacing yourself. Let that sink in. Pacing yourself. Now, why is this important? Because as a leader, you have to be willing and able to really manage your aspirations, your desires. You've got to be willing to say, even though I'm a person that's incredibly ambitious, I'm always going for it hard in the paint. I have to realize that I'm a human being. Okay? In Leadership and Loneliness, what I did is I really broke this down. That's the book I encourage you to get. Because so oftentimes we affirm ourselves and find validation in what we're doing. So we do, we do, we do, we do. And we just take on more doing because it makes us feel good, makes us feel productive, makes us feel valued. And we lose sight of who we be. And one of the things that God shared with me is that I am not a human doing. I am a human being. So as a consequence, it's important that I pace myself, that I'm operating in wisdom and discernment, and I'm making certain that what I'm doing is not just a good thing, but it's a God thing. So I want to give you these principles today, and I want you to really write them down because some of you need to slow down, pace yourself. And sometimes you got to realize you need someone like next level leader, Dr. Joseph Walker, to tell you the truth. You're about to get it. Like a hundred, you're about to get it. Here's number one. You can't boil the ocean. (laughs) 
let that sink in. Ladies and gentlemen, you're doing all this thinking you can accomplish it all in one day, all in one season. You're trying to boil the ocean. It's a vast space. There's a lot of great things you're going to do. And you have to learn how to schedule those things out in reasonable time spaces. So you're not trying to overwork yourself and stress yourself out and stress your team out because you feel like if I don't get it done now, it's not going to get done. You're trying to boil the ocean. You have to know pacing yourself means that there was a certain cadence, there's a certain rhythm, and that there's a certain time. The Bible said there's a time for everything. There's a season for everything. So you don't have to always feel obligated as a leader to feel like if I don't get this done, At this particular time, they're going to think that I'm not a great leader. No, it's because you learn. I can't boil the ocean. I can't continue to take on all this by myself and end up in a very negative space. Here's number two. Focus on what's essential. Greg McEwen's book on essentialism has blessed me. So I've quoted it before on this podcast. And I think it's important when you think about now, particularly in light of post-pandemic leadership, that you really do have to focus on those things that are essential and not be bogged down in the minutia of things that do not matter. You have to teach your team that. Teach your team, bring me things that are only essential. Don't bring me everything because that can stretch me in spaces and cause me to operate outside of what I am called to do and pacing myself and keeping my mental health and my physical health and my spiritual health intact I've got to take my focus as a leader to another level and focus on those things that are higher up versus opening myself up to things that could potentially, potentially frustrate me or have me in a place where I can't move and accomplish what I'm assigned to accomplish. So focus on what's essential. Can you make a list throughout your business, throughout your vision, throughout your family of what things do you deem absolutely essential. And I would just make those things, the things I focus on, and I would not worry about all this other stuff because that's the stuff that is stressing you out. We're going to keep stress away from you so you can accomplish what God has called you to accomplish. And a part of that is number three, establishing boundaries. Every leader needs to understand the value of boundaries. Sometimes we You know, we're just so, you know, open to everybody and everything that people begin to take advantage of that openness. And there comes a moment you're going to have to set very concrete boundaries. You're going to have to let people know you you can't have that level of access to me based on what I'm trying to accomplish out here. As you pace yourself, you can't bring on everybody else's expectation. All of their problems are being dumped on you because you don't have enough boundaries. I've learned, man, there are moments in which I'm with my family or doing stuff and I just learned to have boundaries. I don't allow people to encroach upon that time with issues and things. This is my family time or this is my vacation time or this is my Sabbath that I take every Monday. And I I just learned how to create boundaries because while you're creating boundaries, you're also establishing expectations. Think about that for a moment. While you are doing one thing, you are simultaneously doing something else in regards to expectations. And so that's why I think it's so critical for all of us to set boundaries and uh, to make certain of that. And don't don't apologize for your boundaries. This is a time in which you're really going to have to focus in on boundaries. Here's him before. 
you know, and this is allowing others to do what they are good at doing. You got all these amazing people you've hired, people on your team, people that are volunteering. Let the people do what they do. Stop always micromanaging, carrying it, saying, I got it. Let the people who know what they're doing, do what they're doing. That has been one of the successes of our ministry in Nashville, Tennessee, because I have learned the power of collaboration. I've learned how to release people who are good in the area and I don't tie their hands. I say, you do what you do because you've been doing this and that's why you're here to do what you do. You have to create a climate and culture within your organization where people like that feel liberty. They don't feel constrained, frustrated by processes, but they're able to say, I have the liberty in this space to do what I am assigned to do. This is so important. So important. Here's number five. Listen very carefully. Do a few things well rather than many. (laughs) Mediocre. Can you think about that for a second? Just doing a few things very well is a whole lot better than just being out here in a mediocrity space. I've seen people, you know, trying to do so many different things, but master of none of it. When you pace yourself, you got to declare yourself, I'm not doing that. (laughs) I'm not doing that. I'm locked in on this or that and that, and that's where my focus is going to be. You have got to learn. That's a powerful space to be when you focus in on that. I'm telling you, it is so important for every leader, for every single leader, next level leader, hear me well, I'll say it loud and clear. You have these amazing people on your team Let the people do what they are assigned to do. I have seen people hold on, still trying to control, can't let go under the suspicion, well, that's my job to protect this or to do that. But in fact, these people are there because they are good at what they do. And so you have to learn. This is about delegation. I talk about this extensively in No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution. Delegation, collaboration, is so key. And as you prepare, uh, you know, your team and move forward, you have to come to a place where you say, I want to make certain I let the experts <laughs> do what the experts are in my team, on my team designed to do. Man, you'd be amazed. I'm telling you how that would alleviate so much pressure and stress off of your life. All right. Here is number six. Watch this. Don't make decisions when you are exhausted. (laughs) Pacing yourself means I don't just walk around saying, yeah, 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 I got it. Yeah, 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 I'll do it. I've been guilty of that. Sometimes I'm just so tired that I just want people to leave me alone and I just say yes or, you know, I'll say no. And in fact, I haven't even processed what the inquiry really was. So I believe that it's very important, very, very important very important as a next level leader, right? That you do not make decisions when you are exhausted. I've shared this before, and I think it's important, the word halt from an acronistic perspective, whenever you're hungry, whenever you are angry, whenever you are lonely, and whenever you are tired, halt. Those are the worst times to ever make significant decisions in your life. So I want to encourage you, if you're exhausted, get some rest, take some time away, take a few days and then come back and make that decision. Don't feel obligated to just always be in a rush. 
Look over your life now and think about all the decisions you made you wish you could get back. (laughs) How many things did you rush through? In this season, you cannot rush through. You must pace yourself. Got it? You must pace yourself. All right, I'm going to review. Number one, you can't boil the ocean. No matter how extraordinary you are, all the amazing things you're trying to do, you can't do it all. And you have got to learn this early on. Because if you're trying to just take on everything, I got that, I got that, you'll look up and your whole day will be consumed with doing stuff for other people that you've yet to do one thing for yourself or one thing for your family because you're trying to boil the ocean. And number two, focus on what's essential. Let's make a list of those things that are absolutely necessary, absolutely essential in this season and other things. Let's pivot. Let's pivot away from those things so that those things do not impede the progress of the vision that God has given to us, right? Nothing gets in the way of that. Here's number three. That's why we establish boundaries. We don't just let people encroach upon our lives, encroach upon our business, encroach upon our families. We have got to say that I am setting necessary boundaries in order that I might create a culture of productivity. So make certain that you do that. Uh, It will be a tremendous blessing for you and for yours. Here is the next one. Watch this. So important uh, is to make sure that you allow others to do what they're good at doing. I mean, you've got a team of folks you've hired, you brought people in, or you're going to be in people. Don't hire a person that you can't release to do what you've hired them to do. Even if you've been doing it before they got there, even if you were carrying the weight, learn how to release that thing and trust the person to do it. Because if you don't, you'll end up with a lot of turnover because people will feel like they have limited opportunity to do what they've really been hired to do because you have inserted yourself in every specific area and uh, it doesn't allow itself uh, to really uh, grow. And so I think it's important to think about that. And then here's the next thing I want you to get it is uh, do a few things well, rather than just trying to do a whole bunch of things mediocre. Uh, you're not mediocre. There's nothing about you that's mediocre. So you've got to be clear that I want to make sure I identify just a few things I can do and do those things incredibly well. Uh, you would be amazed at how that will bless you tremendously. All right. And then don't make decisions when you're exhausted. Don't make decisions when you are exhausted. I've seen it. I've seen people make decisions like that uh, from an emotional space because you are exhausted and you're trying to get things done and over. But in fact, you could have taken your time, paced yourself and made better decisions uh, all because you were willing to wait. It's an amazing thing. And when you've got to learn Pacing yourself is really about these very intentional decisions to uh, to do the things that I know I need to do, seek God's wisdom versus being uh, enamored and uh, influenced by someone else's success while you're trying to get your success. So a part of that, you got to be here to get it. So I want to just encourage you again to honestly, with all that's in me, make certain, ladies and gentlemen, because I care about you. Don't make decisions when you're exhausted. And here's number seven. You ready? One word, rest. (laughs) I already know because you are very, very productive. 
you're aspirational, you are on the move. Sometimes rest can be so, so evasive. Sometimes it can seem so difficult just to close your eyes and get some rest. But I want to encourage you today to do just that. I want to let you know that great things are are going to happen, but they can only happen when you are rested up. And you have got to give your body, your spirit, your soul a chance to uh, heal, to recover. And, uh, and, and it's okay, a part of pacing yourself. And I'm learning it's the hard way, man, that either you're going to lay down voluntarily or God's going to put you down involuntarily. You think about all the things you're responsible for all the day, every single day. You have got to decide, you know, once a month, maybe I'll take a couple of days and I'll rest. That's one of the things I do. I literally, every Monday, I do nothing. I, I spend that time vegging out, resting. But then I've also set aside every other month that I'm going to take a day and a half or, or two just to rest, just to get away, just to clear my head, just to be poured back into. And this is so important because there's so many leaders who don't believe in vacation. They don't believe in taking a rest. They just keep working and working and working and working until they have nothing else left. I believe that it is so critical uh, that we do rest and that we allow our bodies and our minds and our spirits to recalibrate. So as a next level leader, I want to challenge you as I challenge myself, let's commit to rest. Let's make certain we are resting. We're not equating rest with being trifling or lazy, we are absolutely resting because we are trusting uh, God to restore us, to, to, to do what God does. He pours back into us. Think about it like this. You, you're like this pitcher and you pour out all these different cups that come up to you and they want something and you pour and you pour and you pour and then the pitcher is empty. And the question is, when do you allow yourself to be poured into? When are you still long enough to be filled back up again? When you, no matter how much you rush you're in, when you need gas, you pull over. No matter how much you rush you're in, you wait until the car is full. So therefore, you must understand this waiting is necessary, but it's important while you are waiting, listen carefully, pacing yourself, pacing yourself, that you are resting. Now, I may be preached to the choir, but I just think it's important. And while you're waiting, spend that time resting and trusting God to refill you. That's what he does. I want to thank you so much. Man, I hope this has helped you. I really do. Pace yourself. It's only one you. So we don't want you out here stressed out, having a heart attack. We want you to pace yourself, take care of yourself, your mind, your body, your spirit. And you'll be amazed at what God will do if you do your part. So I want you to know there is a rest. Every leader needs to understand that. And uh, you've got to be willing to take care of you. Listen to your body. Listen to your spirit. And when it's time to take some time to rest, do it. Give your team time to rest. We give our team in Nashville two days to three days. And we give it to them in order to let them go and get rest, to take care of their mind, their body, their spirit. And when we do that, that means we have a, person that comes back that's even more motivated to accomplish the objectives that are before them. You can't make this decision tired. You've got to rest. Let yourself lay down voluntarily. God will put you down involuntarily. I think you got it. Thank you so much. Thank all of you. Make sure you follow me. 
at Joseph Walker 3. Make sure you do that. I'm so appreciative of you and thankful to God. And I want you to tune in on next week for another word right here at Next Level Leader. I appreciate you and pray God's blessings be richly upon you. In Jesus' name, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.